When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into this edition of the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. We have officially flipped into team postseason mode this week. District three team championships begin in Double A AA and Triple A. Dave Heckert's here with me. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith. We're going to take a quick tour through both of these Double A AA and Triple A brackets. Uh, really briefly, just the schedule for the week. Monday, um, we're sitting here on a Monday. Double um, A kicks off with first round matchups. You can call them pigtails if you want. Tuesday, we got first round and quarterfinals at four AAA sites. Number one, Hempfield. Number two, Dallas Town. Number three, Central Dolphin. And number four, Gettysburg. Wednesday, you get into quarterfinals and semifinals in the AA bracket. Those will be hosted by number one, Boiling Springs, and number two, Bishop McDevitt. Then Thursday, we're going to Spring Grove for the semifinals and some consolation matches in AAA. And it all comes to a head on Saturday at Cumberland Valley High School with consolation semifinals in AA and then consolation and championship finals in AA and AAA. So it'll be a, it'll be a busy week. This is actually, Dave, the, you know, from a coaching standpoint, you can offer up your take, but for me, you know, the, the, the sheer volume of days that, that there are postseason things happening, this is the busiest week of the year for me. Yeah, it's the busy, it's a busy week of the year. It's a, it's a fun week of the year. I always feel like, you know, as a coach, like, you know, once you hit this week, I mean, it's all, it's all fun good stuff from here on out. You're going to get good dual meets, you know, then you get in the individual postseason. Uh, you know, with wrestling so much, though, I, I want to keep in mind here that it can be tough for the athletes. You know, making weight every other day is, is a tough thing to do sometimes, especially at the end of the year when guys are even, they have to keep an eye on their dissension plan for the individual postseason. So they, they have to be down to a certain weight, not even sometimes for the team stuff, but just to be able to participate at the weight they want to for the individual postseason. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Fun time of year. Um, I think you're going to see some some pretty good matches here um, in the uh, in the district team wrestle offs here and in both double A and triple A. So. So there's a good chance that people listening to this don't really catch the this podcast before tonight's first round in double A. You got four matchups, number eight, Biglerville against number nine, Upper Dolphin, number five, West Perry. Um, they slid to number five um, after losing on Saturday. Um, they're hosting Brandywine Heights. Uh, number seven, Camp Hills hosting Susquehanna, number 10. And number six, Newport is hosting number 11, Elko. Anything jump out to you about those matchups? No, I feel like the, the the one I have highlighted here, the one that is the most interesting, and, and really it should be because of the two closest numbers, are the 8-9, like Big Laveau and Upper, Upper Dolphin. I think that one there, I, I feel like the other ones, I feel like, you know, West Perry, uh, you know, Camp Hill, Susquehanna, I, I think I, I, I see Camp Hill, you know what I mean, there taking that one, and then and then Newport and Elko, and uh, Big Laveau, Upper Dolphin at 8-9 has, has, for me, the, the most intrigue there. Um, you know, unfortunately for either of those two, they do jump out and grab, you know, a pretty solid, you know, Bowling Springs team. But, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, you got to get into that next round to get into the wrestlebacks and stay in the tournament. But, uh, you know, as far as tonight, that, that would be the one that, that kind of sticks out for me. 
And then look ahead just at the at the seeds one through four. So obviously, I think Boiling Springs is the best team in District Three, most complete. Um, they've got star power. I think they deserve to be that number one, um, a favorite to to win this whole thing. You know, I think both of you and I have kind of seen that. Um, number two, Bishop McDevitt. Obviously, you can't argue with the star power. We've talked about that before, and and how that plays out. Um, in this tournament will be pretty fascinating to watch. Uh, Burks Catholic is an interesting one there at, at three. I mean, I think they, they've got, you know, a few really good individuals and you kind of see the makings of a team coming together there. Um, but I can't really look past in their case, losing 51, nine to central dolphin. You know, I know CD you're looking, it's the number two team in triple a, but I don't think, um, a, a real contender, even in double a would be losing to that magnitude. And then at four Northern Lebanon, boy, they wrestled a tough schedule. Um, they've got a tough draw. I mean, that four or five, uh, Northern Lebanon and West Perry will be a fun one to watch. And, um, and no matter who comes out of that one, presumably we'll get a rematch with boiling Springs who I think beat both of them pretty handily. I actually have Northern Lebanon at my bracket. I filled out. And again, it's just me having some fun. I actually have Northern Lebanon and West Perry wrestling twice in the tournament. Cause I, I have whoever loses will come back through and then the other one will drop down and later catch him for third. Um, yeah. That, that, that quarterfinal there um, is definitely the most intriguing. I mean, the four and five and, you know, you brought up Burke's Catholic and, and, you know, we don't know a whole, I don't know a whole lot about Burke's Catholic. I, it's just tough for me to wrap my head around the fact that they are, you know, a better team than, than Northern Lebanon or West Perry. And there might even be some others to what you want to argue on there, but look here, I mean, that's the power rankings and, and that's how it goes. And, 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 in my opinion, um, I, I think you have 12 of the best double A teams in the field, you know, regardless of where they're placed. Like I said, I think things will wash out here. And, um, you know, I have, I have Northern Lebanon and West Perry wrestling, wrestling twice in the tournament, like I said. So, um, you know, but yeah, as far as quarterfinal rounds, that, that, that match at Boiling Springs on, uh, you know, on Wednesday is, is definitely an intriguing one. And, um, you know, Northern Lebanon, like you said, uh, you know, went to some pretty tough tournaments this year and, and uh, have, have a couple studs in their lineup. And, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to see them against West Perry. Uh, if West Perry's at full strength, I mean, that could really even things up a little bit. You know, if, if West Perry, you know, Devin Jackson was out of the lineup, uh, you know, the past couple of weeks, if he's out again, um, that could really level the playing field a little bit, you know, as far as those two, those two teams. But, you know, I uh, hopefully he is back for West Perry and, and himself. But I, I, I think, uh, you know, that, that that's the best quarterfinal dual meet, you know, in, in my opinion. So. Yeah, it's going to be one to watch. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, the other one that intrigues me a little bit, only because of the score the last time they wrestled, was Camp Hill and McDevitt. I mean, Camp Hill battled them a little bit. Now, I, I think McDevitt might have had some guys out and some things going on and all that. But but still, I think that one there, you know what I mean, just because of how close it was before, you know, has a little intrigue. I mean, Camp Hill scored 30 points on McDevitt. So, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, they're kind of made to, you know, it's 74 points score total. There's a lot of bonus points flying in that one. I think Camp Hill's kind of equipped to take advantage a little bit and score some points where McDevitt isn't um, the strongest in, in the lower weights there. Um, I, I am at the risk of, of seriously underestimating Burke's Catholic, and I, I will take that risk. I've really got my eye on if Newport can do something against them. You know, if Newport, I, 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 yeah, you know, I'm with you. 
Newport's a good postseason team. I, I, I think they, I think they have developed um, over the course of the season. Now we haven't really seen them side by side against a bunch of teams. They, they had to work a little bit early in the season to beat Susquehanna. Um, they lost against West Perry in the Perry County tournament. They, they have a win over, over upper dolphin, but you know, I, I think for my money to have Mike Capazzoli develop some of his young guys over the course of the year, it's a different group than it was when, when things started out. So I, I'm, I'm actually going to McDevitt, um, Tuesday night. I know that the, you know, boiling Springs, that, that pod is a little bit better, but I really want to get, I, I really want to get a look at Burke's Catholic. I really think that Newport has a chance to spring an upset there. And I want to see who, whoever comes out of that in the semi, how they can match up with McDevitt, because that will be, I think probably McDevitt's toughest test of the year in that semifinal. If, if they make it there, as I presume. Yeah. I, I think it was one of those deals too, where, you, you know, you have Burke's Catholic on there and, you know, kudos to them for, for not taking anything away from them. But, you know, you know, if you're one of those double A teams, wherever Brooks Catholic is, you wanted to be that pigtail match wrestling into them. I feel like, you know, whether you're Big Reveal, Upper Dolphin, West Perry, Camp Hill, you know, you, you, that's that's a good matchup for them. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I'm with you on the Newport deal. I, I feel that they can definitely, uh, you know, take Burke's Catholic to the wire, if not beat them and, and set up a, a, a good dual meet with Bishop McDevitt. Um, I, I still have Bishop McDevitt, you know, in control of that bottom bracket, you know, the bottom half there. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the top definitely has with Northern 11 and West Perry sitting at four and five, you know, just a little more strength as far as, in my opinion, you know, teams are concerned. Yeah, that's uh, those are really good four and five teams, um, you know, in, in this tournament. And, um what, what do you get? So you got Boiling Springs and McDevitt in, in the final. I mean, I think it's, I do. it's hard, it's hard to go. It's hard to go against chalk in this, in this setup, having seen Boiling Springs has a 46, 18 win over Northern Lebanon from a couple weeks ago at the Northern Lebanon duels. Um, they beat West Perry 43, 23 without Devin Jackson this past Saturday. I think it'll, it'll tighten up some, but I don't think in that one thirteen match of Devin Jackson wrestles, there's not bonus points there. It wasn't a 12 point swing or anything. I think whoever wins between him and him and Ray Farr, Barber is probably a three-point um, outcome. So I don't know that that changes the outcome of, of Saturday's duel if he does wrestle. No, and 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 even even you know West Perry, I, I thought Boiling Springs collected um, some bonus points at some different spots. I didn't expect them to against West Perry, but even if they they don't collect those bonus points and just win, it it still doesn't you know it doesn't do enough for me as far as West Perry you know, beating Boiling Springs, you know, and, and, and again, with the year we're having, you never know. I mean, you know, what's, what's going to happen with Boiling Springs, where, where are they going to be? But, you know, just from what I've seen and, and, you know, followed here this, this season, um, you know, and I mean, these teams wrestled each other. So um, I, I just feel we make a pretty strong case for Boiling Springs and, and Bishop McDevitt as, as the final two teams. And how do you see that match going? If that's the one we get in the championship final, um, we we've talked about McDevitt a lot. We've talked about, you know, that one Oh six through one thirty eight range. And then you also have the fact that, you know, you're, you, there's a good chance you get a, a Michael Dugan, Andrew Christie at one fifty two. Um, you've got McDevitt with a pretty, pretty good advantage at two fifteen to two eighty five. but, uh, boiling Springs can scrap where, where, um, McDevitt's got some strengths. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a kid like Ian Wilson at one forty five. you know, scrap with Jake Guilfoyle. I don't think there's anything that you can take for granted there if you're on McDevitt. McDevitt's side. So um, McDevitt's got their strengths and they've got their bonus point scores, but I think Boiling Springs at the very minimum can negate at least a couple of those bonus point guys. And you're exactly right. That's the key. You know, I mean, not giving up those bonus point matches. And that's what Boiling Springs won't do. 
you know, and, and I feel like Bowling Springs is even stronger down below. And, you know, are they going to give up some bonus? Sure. But I, I mean, they're not going to give up the normal bonus that I think McDevitt's used to collecting, you know what I mean, up top and, and through the middle there. So, um, and I'm not saying, look, I mean, the Christy Dugan match, Guilfoyle and Wilson, I mean, you know, McDevitt might win those matches, but they're not pinning those guys or, or getting bonus, in my opinion, on, on those guys. So, um, you know, I, I just think that Bowling Spring has, has a little too much balance and will, will fend off those bonus points. So, um, but, but look, I, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, who knows what could happen? And um, that's why we wrestle, right? That's why we do it. Yep. So we, we both kind of think the same thing. Um, McDevitt makes us, makes a pretty good case as the number two there, but uh, I think we both like boiling Springs It's a little too much depth, a little too much star power to, to win that. And then uh, I've got the same thing you do. I've got boiling Springs one McDevitt two, and then I've got West Perry three and North 11 and four at the end of this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. And, and again, like I felt pretty strongly that boiling Springs, uh, McDevitt and West Perry were the best three. Um, but, you know, Northern Lebanon, I, I, you know, if, if West Perry can't seem to, to fix things here and, and get back on path, uh, you know, who knows? You wrestle a team twice even. You know what I mean? Like maybe West Perry does beat Northern Lebanon first round, but you know how it is. You wrestle a guy again, you, you maybe get, gain some confidence in some different spots, and that, that can be reversed. Um, so it'll be interesting, man. I, I think uh, see how the double A shakes out here. But I, I, in my opinion, and I think – you know, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. The top four, um, in my opinion, are pretty, pretty clear to me. You know, again, I, I'm, you know, I'm no, I'm no genius by, by any stretch, but um, yeah, I, I agree with you. So. Yeah. Well, and we'll see. So um, Constellation semifinals at Cumberland Valley High School for in double A, uh, I believe 1030 is the start time. They wrestle the Constellation semis. Uh, then triple A is at one o'clock. Those are uh, championship and Constellation finals. And then double A back again to give those teams a little time at 330 championship and Constellation finals there. So yeah. uh, should, should be a good, a, a good group either way. Um, let's look at triple A where I think you've got, you know, I, a lot more variables where I think you can, you can make a pretty good case for the top four teams in double a, you can, uh, looks like there's going to be a lot of chalk that, that holds true. The triple the a has more opportunities, I think for a little bit of chaos. Um, walk me through Dave early on, uh, which higher seated team or teams do you feel like has the best chance to make a little bit of noise in, in that first round? Oh man. Um, well, I, I think, you know, looking at the, uh, the, the round of 16 here, um, you know, from, from top to bottom, uh, the, the first one I have a star next to is like the Warwick-York Suburban match. Uh, and that, that winner wrestles into to Hempfield, you know, which could be a tall order. But I, I think Warwick and York Suburban are both somewhat similar type of teams, you know, so that, that one, you know, again, eight and nine has some intrigue. Um, the, the match that the, the, the two matches that I, I think really kind of stick out to me as ones that I'd want to see, um, is the Carlisle Spring Grove match, Carlisle sitting at five Spring Grove sitting at 12, uh, wrestling into Gettysburg, I would presume at four. Um, and then the other one is number seven, Cumberland Valley wrestling number 10 Mannheim township, which, which could be interesting there. And the winner of that one wrestling into, to Dallas town. So, um, those two pods, in my opinion, the, the, the Gettysburg, Conrad Weiser, Carlisle Springgrove 
that pod there at Gettysburg High School, and then the pod at Dallastown with Dallastown, Solanco, Cumberland Valley, Manon Township, are the two that kind of interest me the most, the most there. I, I don't see Central Dolphin having any difficulty there with Redland first round. You know, I, you know, good for Bags getting his guys in, but I think uh, I think that's going to come to an and I, you know, Wilson and Central Dolphin again. I, I do think Central Dolphin has um, a little too much for Wilson, but I, I guess we'll see. Um, you know, but as far as first round, I think you know the, the three big matches. Like I said, Warwick, York Suburban, Carlisle, Spring Grove, and Cumber Valley, Manheim Township. So let's focus on that Gettysburg pod real quick. You've got Gettysburg who wrestled into the, the district three team championship finals last year. They won it two years ago when there was a, the last time we had a full tournament, you know, Chris Haynes and his guys know how to win these types of, of matches. They know how to wrestle uh, in a complimentary way. We've um, looked at their schedule and they're 17 and zero, and we haven't seen a lot of stiff tests, but at the same time, you know, recent tradition says that they're going to be on their A game for this. And it's just something that um, you can't really account for. And I would say probably something pretty similar about Dallastown at two, you know, um, two years ago, Gettysburg beat Dallastown in the finals. Um, Dallastown upset uh, Central Dolphin in the semifinals two years ago. You know, Dave Gable and, and, and his team, they just have a way of getting better and better and better as the year goes on. They're a tough out no matter what. Uh, but to focus on Gettysburg, you know, Carlisle and Spring Grove, you know, a lot of tradition at Spring Grove. You know, the, these guys know how to wrestle and they expect to be here and they expect to win these matches. And that's something that Carlisle, have, having not wrestled in this tournament since 2011, that's something that you want to see. You know, relative inexperience, not a single wrestler on this roster has competed in the District 3 team championships. I think they're going to be okay in that first round. Um, but, you know, you do have to weigh that against Spring Grove and, and, uh, and, and their reputation and their ability to wrestle up in these types of matches. And then let's say Carlisle gets through spring Grove, the Gettysburg Car uh, uh, Carlisle match, I think should be a pretty fun one in the quarterfinals. You know, you mentioned Gettysburg and, 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 and I've talked, I mentioned before to you, like, you know, their, their, their schedule, you know, I'd, I'd love to see them wrestle, you know, uh, this year anyway, some, some better teams, but here's the deal with Gettysburg, right? You know, they still come in and get it done. So it's not like they're a team that's that doesn't wrestle a good schedule and then they come in undefeated and get beat. Like they, they wrestle, you know, the schedule this year was questionable. I didn't like it, but at the end of the day, they're they're still going to come in and they're still going to get it done. Um, you know, next year they're, they're they're by choice they're moving up into the to the Midpen Commonwealth. So you know, I I do I do appreciate that. I do I do like that side of Gettysburg and. You know, I, I, Gettysburg's going to be a tough out just because they have so much balance and, and they're they're all bought in. You know, um, the the Carlisle Spring Grove match though, I, I you know, th that's interesting for me because you know Carlisle again, um, they lost to York Suburban um, earlier this year. Now York Suburban uh, sits at the nine seed. Um, you know, which which kind of has some intrigue to me. Uh, Carlisle obviously sixteen and one. Now Spring Grove, like their 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 six losses, all right, were to Chambersburg at the beginning of the year, and we know there was a difference Chambersburg from the beginning to the end because injuries, right? They lost to Chambersburg. They lost to the Hempfield, Hempfield, who's the number one seed. They lost to Mifflin County, the number three team in the state. They lost to Dallas Town, the two seed. They lost to Cumberland Valley and a team from down in District One, Kennett. So, you know, their losses are, are to some darn good teams. So in, in the same token, like I know Tyke and Spring Grove, they're going to show up and they're going to be ready to wrestle and uh, they, they won't be intimidated to Carlisle. Now, that being said, can they get it done? Um, and, and Carlisle has shown me at the end of the year here 
that uh, the way they go after bonus points and 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 you know they go after it hard and their style. Um, they, they, they lay some, some pins on some people. Um, Spring Grove could be in deep trouble. Um, as far as the Gettysburg Spring Grove, or I'm sorry, Gettysburg Carlisle, if that happens second round, um, that'll be interesting. And, and, you know, that match last year when they wrestled, there's some pretty good bouts in that dual meet last year. Um, but I, I still feel pretty, pretty confident in Gettysburg. Um, you know, I just, I just think that, you know, they, they, they're, they're solid, they're, they're bought in, um, they wrestle hard. Uh, but definitely an, an intriguing little pod there, um, you know, and then obviously the winner of that match, you know, gets, in my opinion, would, would get Hempfield, the one seed. So that whole top half of the brackets, an interesting, you know, an interesting deal to me. So, and, and I'll get to the, I want to talk about the Dallas town pod real quick, but for me, the more I looked at, you know, what all these 16 teams resumes were, the more I came away believing that Hempfield in my viewpoint is pretty clear cut the number one team. I've had them in there in my personal rankings. I've had in my, in my head, I've had them there all year, but with a little bit of trepidation, just not really sure how their formula is going to translate. Are they really truly a cut above? And to me, looking at what they've done this year um, relative to everybody else, they, they are truly the, the number one team in district three. Uh, I wouldn't say a heavy favorite because that is some work you got to do against Gettysburg. They are going to be hungry for it in the semis. That'll be a great match if it happens at spring Grove. Um, so, but, but Hempfield, I, I really like what they've got um, put together. They wrestle tough and hard too. You know, it's not, it's not like uh, that's exclusive to Gettysburg or exclusive to Dallas town. Hempfield has the same formula going for him. And I think just a little too much for, for Gettysburg in that semifinal. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Hempfield's definitely the, the the number one team in the district, or the team to beat, I, I should say. You know, two years ago we wrestled Hempfield, Cumber Valley did, and and they were young at that point, but you, you, they were tough. And then and then last year, like they got a little better, and, and we beat them in overtime last year. But they they were better. So now these dudes are like you know juniors and seniors. So not only are they solid, but they're experienced too. And uh, and again, a lot a lot of balance there. And and I agree with you. But look, Gettysburg will wrestle them tough. I promise you that. That, that'll be a good semifinal if that happens. It will be. Um, looking at the first round, the other matchup that you said, um, number seven, Cumberland Valley, number 10, Mannheim Township in the first round. It's just an interesting situation because Mannheim Township – bunch of state ranked guys the, the Williams twins we haven't seen Camden Williams here in a, in a few weeks we've seen Caden at 113 uh Oliveria Josh Hillard um uh, Alicia um so they, they, they've got some legitimate hammers they run four or five deep depending on Camden Williams um, availability with hammers but on the flip side they've had a hard time really putting a competitive guy at a majority of the weights and that's kind of been you look at their 10 and 5 record this year that's kind of been the story is that they're going to have guys who score bonus but where they are are not as strong you know, they have a hard time matching up with a lot of teams and where um, Cumberland Valley is probably going to have to concede some of those points to, to the Mannheim Township Hammers. And there's going to create a little bit of um, consternation, I think, in, in that duel, maybe early, depending on where things start. But I think Cumberland Valley's depth is a little too much for them. Um, and I, th I think CB ultimately gets that job done. Mannheim Township, you know, where they're tough, they're tough. I mean, that's it, just, but you know what you're getting with them, right? Like, I mean, you know where their five guys are that are real tough. Right. And, and, you know, the, 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 as a coach though, I, I, I know, you know, it, what if they pick, if they get their five guys, right. So they, they get those five wins, you know, what if they, what if they get another one, 
you know, now, now you're looking at six wins. Now, now it's a dual meet, you know, and, and anything can happen. So I would agree. I, I think that Cumberland Valley does have a little too much balance for Township, but Township's going to score points. That's for sure. Uh, you know, th- those five guys are, are, are darn tough. Um, I, I don't see Solanco posing too big of a threat to Dallas Town. I, I think Dallas Town will, will win that one. So, I, I mean, if you have a Dallas Town Cumberland Valley quarterfinal there, I mean, that's a rematch of two weeks ago, in which Dallas Town won 29 27. You know, that was a, that was a two point match. Um, so that, that to me is another very, very intriguing uh, quarterfinal matchup if that happens with, with Dallas Town and Cumberland Valley. Um, but I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, mathematically, so looking at the, the last Cumberland Valley Dallas Town match, you had um, Waylon Kitts Miller, who I understand will not be available um, this week who had the injury default at 132. So there's one dynamic. And now presuming Josiah Whitcomb is back in, in the lineup for this one, that's an interesting little swing there in, in that matchup. And so if a lot of the other things kind of hold serve from the, the previous matchup, which I know is a lot to, to ask for, but if, if everything else kind of holds and maintains status quo and you get that, you know, Waylon Kitzmiller, you're not giving up six for sure at 132 because of that default. And you've got Whitcomb who can be a difference maker. You know, I think there's, I think there's a real path for Cumberland Valley to spring the upset here, but they've got to wrestle up, you know, and they've got guys who, you know, they're, they're probably less experienced than Dallas town. They've been through a lot this year. Um, they they've, they've had matches and they've had a bunch of guys who haven't missed time. So, you know, the, the great variable in this is how um, a young team with a first year coach performs in this situation. I like them to do it. Um, and and I, I do have Dallas town winning, but come on Valley uh, legitimate shot to, to win that, that quarterfinal, I think. Yeah, I, I went up to see Cumberland Valley State College wrestle this past Saturday, and the Mockhamer kid was back in the lineup too, and he's a, he was out against Dallastown. So, um, you know, I mean, there, there's a couple good guys that they're they're back. So it's it's going to be, and, and you can't say, well, we have two guys back now, so we're going to win. You know how that goes? That, that's not the truth. I mean, you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to wrestle and you're going to have to compete. Um, but listen, I, I, I have a ton of respect for Dallas town and Dave Gable. Like you said before, um, our last couple, my last couple of years coaching, we went and wrestled them. And every time it was a one or two point match. I mean, a lot of times in the twenties, you know, 29, 28, you know, 28, 27 and 20, you know, it was, it, and when you have matches in the twenties like that, I mean, kids are going out and competing. And, um, I, again, I, I just like the way these two teams wrestle each other. And there's a lot of respect between the two. Um, there's no shenanigans. The kids go out, they compete hard, they wrestle hard and, um, you know, again, that's going to be a good, a good quarterfinal, uh, to see in, in my opinion. And, um, you know, if Dallas town gets, gets past that, they, they could be a tough out, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, I think you've said it before. If somebody told me that, that Dallas town was the best team in the district, I would listen to that argument, you know? And, uh, so that, that quarterfinal matchup is going to be a big one at Dallas town with a little bit of home field advantage there on Tuesday night. Um, but, uh, you know, expect, uh, expect a good one. So it looks like we both kind of have the one through four seeds making it through. There's going to be some excitement. I think four or five Gettysburg Carlisle, I think Carmen Valley, Dallas town, um, you know, central dolphin. I think we both feel like they're going to handle Wilson there. So you've got some semis there. Let's bottom line this thing. Uh, who do you got in the final? I've got hemp field over Dallas town. Um, I've got, I've got chalk holding up there. And then I've got in the consolation final, I've got Cumberland Valley avenging the previous loss to Central Dolphin and beating them uh, in the third place match. Interesting. Interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I definitely would put Hemfield in the final. I, I think, you know, 
I, I, for starters, uh, like we said earlier, I feel like they're they're the 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 number one team. Whoever wins the Cumberland Valley Dallas Town quarter, um, I think is interesting because even even if Cumberland Valley would beat Dallas Town and face CD, well, again they wrestled earlier in the year. And there were some things going on there too. And it's tough to beat a good team twice. I mean, you know, it centered off and beat them earlier this year. Are they going to, are they going to ante back up and, and be able to do it again? I don't know. I mean, I, I know that if I'm a coach, I'd rather be the team that lost earlier in the year, you know, coming back and trying to avenge a loss, get a little motivation that way. But let's not forget the fact, man, like Central Dolphin and Jeff have been here, um, you know, many a times he, he's, he's a seasoned coach. He knows how to get his guys ready for the postseason. Every postseason you get their best. So here we are. We're talking about Hempfield, Gettysburg, you know, Cumberland Valley, Dallas Town, but don't sleep on Central Dolphin either, you know. And uh, so I, I, I would say Hempfield. Um, I, I like the Hempfield, Dallas Town, you know, uh, you know, I, I'll sure I'll, I'll buy into that. And, uh, you know, now if, if, if Cumberland Valley loses to Dallas town or whoever loses that Cumberland Valley Dallas town match will have the Hempfield Gettysburg loser. You know what I mean? So that's a tough drop down that, that Dallas town or Cumberland Valley's catching, you know what I mean? Um, so that being said though, sometimes you lose that semifinal match and I've been there, your team kind of goes kaput a little bit you know what I'm saying like you're you're, you're fired up for that semifinal you lose that and then sometimes it, it's tough to get your guys back up again um you know but uh man I I do see um I do see the 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 Central Dolphin uh coming back and 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 wrestling for third and fourth I just don't know it's tough for me to call who's going to win that semi, you know, that quarterfinal or that semifinal, that Concy semifinal between either Hempfield, Gettysburg, Cumberland Valley, Dallastown. Um, so I, I don't know, man, I, you're, you're putting me on the spot here. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Gettysburg. I, I think that it'll be a Gettysburg, uh, you know, Gettysburg Central Dolphin battle for the Concy final there for third. You know, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, man. And uh, this is this is why we wrestle. And, uh, you know, like I say, I, I think uh, who can keep it together here, um, you know, who can who can battle back after a semifinal loss on on Thursday night um, is, is going to be important, too. So um, definitely some intrigue here in AAA. But, uh, yeah, I'll go Hempfield, Dallastown, Gettysburg and Central Dolphin. I can't, can't argue with that. And that's, that's why they wrestle them. Uh, we'll see what happens Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, our double a dates, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, they're wrestling in triple a. It all starts this week. A lot of wide open races, I think in both of these double um, a and triple a brackets. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that's Dave Heckard. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith for the Penn live wrestling podcast. I'm sure you'll catch back up with us uh, next week. As we look back on the results from this and start to look ahead to the PIAA team championships as well. Stick with us and we'll see you then.